Let's go. Sweat Equity Podcast and streaming show, the number one business comedy, comedy business podcast what? in the world. What? Oh, yeah. What? Let's hear it. What, what, little John? What? I don't have that one. Mm, okay. That's what he says. I know. Okay. That's. I followed it up. Okay. But I, 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 it didn't sound like the Cleveland Indians manager in uh, Major League. We're pragmatic entrepreneurial advice with real raw dog talk. I'm losing my voice as I do the intro. Oh, good. Mm, that's what you want out of an audio mostly podcast. You want to listen to this audio? Go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, uh, Samsung Podcasts. We're not sure. on. Kenmore Podcasts. That's what for other you. Brands are there? Well, Samsung Podcasts. That's for you with that in- inferiority complex that you don't have an iPhone and you want to tell us it's so much better than an iPhone. Well, now this podcast is right on your phone. Yeah. Probably take that. forced. Probably forced on your phone. Um, this episode, we've got uh, returning guests, Light Townsend and Robin Patron, Pate of, uh, of Gramco. Is it? Greenpoint Research. Sounds like you don't know. Sounds like you're not sure. Parton? 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 Uh, it shouldn't be that hard to say out loud, but Robin Payton, uh, Light Townsend, the CMO and Chief Legal Counsel for Greenpoint Research, Gramco, a lot of other brands they got going on. Uh, we're, if you're watching this on video, we're whores and we're, uh, we're, wearing, the, we're wearing the swag. Yeah, separate, we've got, separate we've got, ideas. We've got it everywhere. Uh, this episode's brought to you by our sponsor, which is Biome, your gut biome test. Get gut intelligence tests and supplements with a link in the description to get health insights, personal food recommendations, precision supplements formulated just for you. Uh, hit the link. You'll get 70% really off. Good. Good I'm stuff. about to do it. I'm about to send my poop in. Get tested. You're going to have to prick You've me. You've been talking about it for a long time. I know, but now I'm going to do it, do it. I'm going to okay. do it like do it. Pruitt used to do it. It's the same my old roommate used to say that I never understood. Let's get this party started. Hotty toddy and war eagle, baby. Woo! My sweat equity. Sweat equity. Sweat, 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 sweat equity. My sweat equity. My sweat equity. On here, she joined. Yes. Okay. Oh, she just didn't want to break this good conversation. This woman bashing oh, no, you're you, doing. You guys know exactly what you're talking about. I'm just listening. <laughs> Can we clip that out? That We're not recording, are we? Facetious statement ever. <laughs> no, we are recording. It's in. Oh, this is all in. I, I say keep all of this in because I, I think this is important. Yeah, it's only been the last thirty seconds or yeah. so. Well, it's the, it's the human, it's the human condition. I look, I understand. I see things differently as other people I'm talking to. I understand that. I don't think everybody, I don't, if you really want to make a big extrapolation of that argument, no one really sees anything the same POV as the other person. We're not talking about porn. I know you're, you're thinking that. I see Pornhub pulled up <laughs> on your computer. Um, no, that's about Russia taking away Pornhub oh, for a different, for a different uh, guest topic. Sure, um, sure, sure, sure. Right, right. Well, look, I mean, you got to do your research, guys. Speaking of research. Uh, <laughs> what a segue. Damn. Nice. Fucking nice. smooth, bro. 
Uh, it, it's in I, the name. What am I, Bob Saget? R.I.P. Um, Greenpoint Research. Let's uh, let's uh, have you guys do your plugs. Where where can people find y'all's main brand, which is Greenpoint, but your other uh, sub subsidiaries, your brand, your sub brands, whatever you want to call them, extensions, Subway franchises, maybe. I'm gonna let I'll let you take all that. You got it. So um, right now, greenpointresearch.com is where you can find our corporate brand. And then, of course, you can find our consumer-facing cannabinoid brands online at um, www.stevedall.com for our CBD brand. And then our cannabinoid brand, Gramco, is thegramco.com. Um, and you can also find those um, on Twitter, Instagram, et cetera. And for those uh, listening, they are in separate locations. So if there's a little pause in between, and then Robin's got a great framing uh, of her ceiling. As How half. tall are you, Robin? <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I have a, a stand-up desk. So I was trying to figure out oh, what's okay. the right height. <laughs> we see a lot uh, of this. Yeah, there we right. go. Now we got a couch right. in the background. We know, better? We know you got to sit. Ceiling. Yeah. Great. It was just, it was the dad upshot. On Zoom? Yeah. You know, where you're like, is this Zoom on? That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, no. You're right. Now now we're we're good. Yeah, we're I just good. um standing up, so good. Gotta keep on the mood. Um so we had y'all on, uh, and you're the CMO light, you're the chief legal counsel, I believe is your title. Chief legal officer, yep. Chief legal officer. <laughs> Arrest me. No, um, but what we had so much we didn't talk about the last time you were on. If anybody wants to go back in the episodes, probably about six episodes ago, maybe yes, eight, sure. somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, and Light Night ended up talking on the phone, which was almost like a part two to everything. Uh, we talked like little girls about, you know, boys and uh, stuff we didn't talk about uh, on the show. And so I just kind of want to pick up where we left off. And we didn't ever talk about and this should have been crucial, was the COVID-free strains uh, of, um, of cannabis, cannabinoids. Tell me the difference again of the two. Yeah, but, so, so the, the cannabis plant has cannabinoids in it, like okay. compounds. Like okay. if you look at the periodic table, like all of those elements and things are so found if, within. If plant. you have an alloy, uh, you know, iron is part of the alloy. Yeah. So, so all of those are the building blocks that make other compounds called cannabinoids, which are found inside of cannabis. So the big one everyone's excited about is uh, cannabigerol, C-B-G-A. And I don't know how to spell it. Well, no, hold on. C-A-N-N-A-B-I-G-E-R-O-L. There you go. Word. He's back on Pornhub. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to find if they have some some topics like that. <laughs> the uh, so, but CBGA is is a a compound that is not CBG, uh, which is uh, it's got an acid. The A stands for an acid, so there's an acid group on the compound. Whoa! Now really we're talking. Get you fucked up, huh? Yeah. Yeah, man. So apparently, uh, what the medical or what this report has said is that CBGA is a combatant with COVID. So. If you are using cannabis and it has CBGA as one of the you know constituent components, then uh, you're probably going to be uh, you're not going to catch COVID or any of the or some of the strains of COVID. And we it was funny we were talking about this internally, 
And I was like, I wonder, you know, okay, so if there are frequent users of cannabis in the company, and then non-frequent users that are in the company, or their, you know, partners, wives, husbands, and things like that, you know, let's do a like informal poll. And everybody who was a frequent user of cannabis had not gotten COVID. And everybody who was an infrequent user of cannabis had gotten COVID when we did the poll, like, two or three months ago. What's the sample yeah. size? What are we talking? Like 12. So, you know, and, not, not really. And if I work for you, I'm like, they're <laughs> narking me out, dude. I fall for this shit. <laughs> I don't want them to know. Even if I have a legal uh, card or any of that, I, no way. They're tracking me. How dude. many people did you have that said, I, use, I smoke weed all the time? Well, I mean, we're a cannabis company. We're, you know, a hemp company. We have people that are using the products. And so, you know, that's not something that... I know it's not know, a negative. I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, Yeah, you know, thinking about it from... So we, we identify, you know, frequent users or daily users, regular users or weekly users, and infrequent users or anybody that are kind of over that time frame. So, like, I'm an Squares. infrequent user. You know, I'm, I'm you know, taking a gummy, you know, and watching, you know, a movie every now and then. We've got people that are that are using cannabis on a daily basis for pain management or for, uh, you know, anxiety and stuff like that, that that work inside of the business. So, you know, we've got we've got a good sampling size and, it, and it's helped us. You know, you guys are wearing Gramco products and that's a Delta eight brand. So the difference between like a Delta eight high versus. Yep. Yep. Get it. Get it up there. Where's your beach ball? Where's your beach ball? Don't need it. We should have a beach ball in here. That's a great idea. Between my, thighs. between my yeah. thighs, guys. <laughs> so you know the difference between you know a, a delta eight high versus a delta nine high you know why would you use certain why would you have certain products that we come out with at gramco you know all of those things uh you know we've got internal people that are that are excited about the product and and, and looking at that type of stuff so so the cbga the anti-covid mm-hmm. is in the female side of cannabis it kind of gets you high. It's not on the hemp side, or is it on both? No, it's on both. So, I mean, you know, cannabis, our director of uh, ag likes to say it's a plant. A plant's a plant is a plant is a plant. Um, he's very he says high. it that many times. He's very high. You, we should and make then he that. just trails he just off like and he takes a nap. <laughs> he's got but, OCD, uh, yeah. <laughs> but he smokes a lot. So he just keeps saying it until he falls yeah. asleep. He, a he, but he's really good. He's got a lot of experience. And, you know, if you think about like the can, the only difference between the medical marijuana side of cannabis and what we do is that there's a federal line in the sand that says you can't have more than 0.3% THC, Delta 9 THC. If you do, then you're no longer him. You're now classified as medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all of these cannabinoids, CBG, CBD, CBN, THCO, all this stuff can fa- are found naturally occurring in both hemp as well as medical marijuana. Robin, I want to ask you on the other side of this, the consumer side, what do they think is going on? Like, do people, are people buying this under the impression? Is there anybody out there competitor wise or just, just out there in general in the marketplace really hitting this home or is this hitting what home? The, the, the sales pitch of, less covid oh okay you know the opportunity to not have covid by these kind of strains or is that a no-no there are a lot of no-nos that doesn't mean people aren't doing them right so yeah yeah yeah, i mean we uh we saw a lot on the internet and with competitors and even within our own ecosystem of people saying hey two joints to stop the spread well 
that's not exactly how it works. However, it's fun from a cannabis company to be able to talk about it because COVID has been the hot topic for the last two years. So being able to tap onto something that's buzzworthy, I mean, it definitely gets attention. It was on all the late night shows the whole week. So um, if you were covering any type of um, trendly, trendy topic that week, you were talking about it. So, yeah, we got a little bit of knowledge out of it. Um, in fact, we had a couple of promotions in the field that week, and um, it was probably about 30% of the content from one of them. So they were supposed to be talking about sports the whole time, but they were talking about this study. Um, and for a lot of people, it was just a great way to talk about it. It was a great way to open up the dialogue. That would, and it was, go ahead. yeah, it's good. I cut you off, but I'm saying that would be great if the real vaccine was just smoking or ingesting the stuff. Who says it's not? Well, you know, you got Pfizer's probably on it, I'm sure. Um, but I don't know. It, it's one of those things, Eric, you didn't get it ever. Never got it. And, and I've smoked weed before. A lot. A lot, a lot. Yep. Could be under it right now. Um, yeah. Anecdotal evidence, guys. It's everywhere. Yep. Well, I kind of, I was like, I went to Eric a while back, maybe two years ago. I was like, hey, man, you can, they can just put keto on anything. And that's legit. The FDA doesn't give a shit. He's like, yeah. And I was like, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that shit. When you go to like, you're like, oh, this is a keto whatever. Uh, there's a whole fucking section on it. Right. There. Just eat one bite and it's keto. And you're like, and then oh. I like going around just eating pizza and going, hey, I'm keto. They said it, as a joke. They said keto on it. Yeah. It's a keto pizza. I don't give a shit. It's fine. You get. Yeah. Um, yeah I just find that, I don't know, in, in an age where everything's really regulated, uh, it just or false advertising or whatever. I guess it doesn't when it's newish. Maybe it has a grace period. It has to have a grace period, but they'll well, get up to it. They'll get theirs. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Eric's exactly right. I mean, the people are the grace period is coming to an end. We're getting you know a lot of scrutiny from state regulators about you know how our products are labeled and what we're putting on them. Um, and that's uh, that's happening across the industry. They're starting to get really, um, you know, specific about okay, does this batch match? So, you know, thinking about it from a cannabis perspective, like we have another kind of ripple inside of not only the label, but like we have a certificate of analysis on our products, and that certificate of analysis has to match what's actually in that box that you buy. So, not only you know can you not say hey this will cure COVID on the box, which is it uh, would be like a stated medical claim. So the FDA would, you know, tear you a new asshole for having something like that on there. But, you know, you, you also have to have this matching event of, you know, hey, this batch is what we say it is, you know, um, inside when you buy it, you're going to get a consistent uh, feeling from whatever you're purchasing from us, you know, and that's not, you know, that product consistency has been something that's plagued the industry again, in that grace period of this is new, people are figuring it out. Um, but you know, the things are things, the tide's turning, you know, you're, you're really going to see a lot of like FDA actions coming out. They, there was a whole round of them that came down a, a, a couple years ago where people had like straight up medical claims, like, you know, smoke this pot, you'll go to sleep. It's better than Ambien. Oh. You're like, you can't, I mean, you could, <laughs> I guess you could say that you can't advertise it like that. Mm. Uh, Cause that's a stated medical claim. So there's, there's a lot of those, those specific kind of, uh, you know, laws and regulations that you have to be careful of. And this is a sexy as compliance gets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everything else is so just, 
when you when I'm sure you're right in the middle of a bunch of compliance stuff you always have to do, but that's as bad as fun as compliance gets, folks. If anybody's looking into that kind of career, what a life to live! Yay. Looking over your shoulder all the time at the new rules, reading the fine sucked. print on everything. Right, Man. fine. Banging your head against those regulations is tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know from the digital side, we have to go through some of that. Uh, oh yeah, for people, and it's just like, oh, this. They're sucks. not. I mean, Google doesn't even let you say the word dispensary in an ad if you're a medical marijuana dispensary, and they don't tell you or on your site. They don't. T- oh the, yeah, and you can't even have it on your site. If you anywhere. want ads to go right, to that. if it goes to that that yeah, site, I mean, Robin, we we're not allowed like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, any of those. Like we like all of our content has to be very specific, right? Like there like there's things that we can show. There's things that we can't show. You need to be very Absolutely. lifestyle, right, Robin? Yeah, I mean, they have community guidelines, and I I feel like. I feel like there's some bot behind the scenes. It's just like flagging stuff just whenever they want. But basically community guidelines are you can't sell um, illegal products. Well, what we're selling is not illegal. However, if they if we get a flag um, X amount of times, they have to investigate and make sure we're not. Well, it's it's one thing if you're marketing um, hemp genetics to a farmer, easy peasy. You have a hemp plant up there. Um, it, sound, it makes a lot of sense. Um, that's great. But then someone else can say, oh, you're advertising marijuana. Well, we're not, but we're flagged. So we definitely have to be mindful of that. And we have um, just like, I don't know anyone in cannabis marketing that has not had their account flagged on Instagram or Facebook um, or TikTok or removed. Um, in fact, most people have a backup account just for that reason. So it's really challenging in social media for sure. Yeah. I'm going to pitch you something for y'all's Here marketing mix. There we go. Well, That's what this is all about. I want to ask you about marketing mix and all that stuff, but. I'll pitch you, how do you get the word out there with cheap influencers without having to go through influencers? And obviously we're comedy slanted. I bet you could find a lot of comics that you could sponsor their podcasts um, for maybe in kind, just so they have sponsors. We're not pitching us. I'm talking like bigger, we're there. bigger level comics. <laughs> I mean, we're obviously company men. We're, we're, if anybody's watching on video, we're sporting the gear. But I'm saying you could probably get a lot of in-kind sponsorships to a lot of comics, podcasts that do have here, – here's what you want in a podcast as an advertiser. You want someone that is authentic to their audience, which by default most comics are, even if they shoot themselves in the foot. You could kind of probably spread – if you were looking into that as a budget, you could probably spread that budget pretty good – across a lot of comedians that could throw the lifestyle part of it out there for you as content creators too. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. These care packages, however much those cost, whip some more of those up and uh, whatever it costs to ship them. Shit, they're all a love by affirmation too. So all you right. have to do is go, oh we my love God, I that you guys- cried t- when I got this box <laughs> right. stuff. All you have to do Amazing. is go, we love that you're talking about it. We love that you're doing a great job. Here's a treat, good boy. Yeah, like that's all you'd have to do to really keep them in the game for free swag. I'm just throwing it out there. You could get. I'm, I'm not talking like your Rogans. I'm talking like you know third tier kind of level. Uh, but headliners have a following, but maybe not so good at finding sponsors themselves. Mm. So throwing it out there. What is what is your marketing mix? How do you do this? Uh, you have guidelines online, obviously, that we just kind of went over. 
What are you doing in the traditional space? So it, it kind of depends on what our market is, whether it is the corporate brand um, with the genetics or one of our cannabinoid brands, because candidly, our CBD audience is a lot different than our Delta 8 audience. There's some overlap, of course, but uh, the way I would um, market CBD, um, like I said, it's different. They're more on Facebook. So we have, you know, the traditional mix. So of course we have owned, we have paid, um, and we have shared, of course, things like that. Uh, so what you're talking about in terms of the community, um, we do have some of that. So recently with our Gramco, we have looked at emerging um, communities that are um, being gathered together online. And that's actually worked out really well for us because one, there aren't community guidelines for um, platforms that are really just emerging. So that's worked out well. Um, and then two, it's an opportunity for people to organically talk about their experiences People love to talk about cannabis experiences. So, yeah, they do. Um, as you mentioned, it's kind of the perfect storm. So things like this um, podcast, we are definitely happy to, to talk with you guys. Um, if you guys need more uh, products, happy to share the love. Um, uh, we will always take free products. Yeah. Um, but I, and we would do it even if either of us wasn't uh, ingesting or smoking any of them. Uh, we just like what y'all are doing. Um, I'm guessing what you mean by that is you know, your Facebook groups, right? Uh, your maybe Discord, but that might be a younger audience. I don't know. Yeah, maybe uh, Reddit. Reddit maybe for sure, Reddit. but you have to be an active Redditor to be able to kind of work your way into the conversation. You can't Well, just... the name would kill it in nursing homes. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in Florida, it's right there. Um, but I'm great... sure... You want to meet people like I'd be answering questions on Quora like crazy when people are trying to find that that right um, that right CBD or whatever a Delta Eight product. Yeah. You become know? a uh, a knowledge base for people. Just become the go to uh, authority. It's the best. I mean, I think. And I'd be running polls like, on those things, yeah. taking that, making Get your, your own blog data. Post. Yeah. Make a blog post and then Sell that shit. that'll go up the SEO rankings because then it's a, a research poll. That's from Neil Patel. That's not for me. No, um, you're absolutely right. And, and we've done some of that. Actually, we really engage with Twitter, um, specifically with Twitter spaces. Um, so we looked at Clubhouse and there was some engagement there, but Twitter spaces, we really have blown it out of the park. Um, with a couple of spaces recently, but specifically, we started off with our FSU spaces um, and built a community around National Signing Day and um, a lot of the football talk, so recruiting talk. Mm -hmm. um, people gathered every day. Um, in, in some cases, we would have 900 and 1,000 on these talks talking about it. So um, that's like the chat roulette of podcasts. Like you can kind of like, that's what clubhouse was to me. You just like join in and listen as it's going live. Uh -huh. And then maybe they'll ask questions for people that are listening. I, I don't, I got in it and I was like, I don't, I don't get it. It's not for me, but I understand why it exists. Uh, yeah, they, they, they bring you up on the virtual stage. Oh, right, like, right. Oh, you sound like you know what you're talking about. Why don't you get up on this little thing? Are we doing any meta? Are we doing any uh, VR, ARs kind of stuff? Um, not yet. Just thinking about what it? What are you, like, you throw that out there. Do you have some kind of uh, lead into it? Like, what no, are you thinking as, for this? I'm thinking as, I'm, I'm putting myself in Robin's shoes, and if I, I'm trying to look at the next thing that you can maybe get the best value out of as someone... I'm assuming with a limited budget or a budget you wish was huge, 
Um, and you're always trying to find if you can get that next platform or that next thing that like, like Twitter spaces or the thing that catches fire, if you can ride that wave when it's starting to crest, right? Like a yeah, lot of people get in early and then yeah. you get that to, to that level and like then it we, carries over to other social media. Like networks. we keep talking about Twitch for this show. Like it's new, to, right. but it's new to us. It's, it's fully mature, yeah. you know, and we're way out of the game yeah. on that. But like, late. or YouTube or like some things that, that we're one. just like, fuck it. We're not there, yeah. you know? Um, but if we find something new that we found engaged for the show, we'd be riding that shit all the way. So for y'all, I didn't know if there was anything where you're like, what's the next, call it almost future modeling of where you could be uh, marketing. I didn't know if any, any investment or ideas in that world. Yeah, I mean, personally, I think the fact that people are now gathering after after COVID and they're meeting in person, I think experiential opportunities are probably one of the number one opportunities. So it's one thing to talk about it online. It's another to be in person, actually experiencing the products with your friends, which is something people have really missed um, a lot over the last two years. So I think that's probably the number one thing over the next couple of years. Well, you know, and we're big proponents of snail mail, like, we, we talk a lot of digital in the show, but snail mail still, you get, if you could give them something good in the mail that they're not expecting, that is your audience, right? Let's say you nurture that audience. You have their address and stuff. Like maybe a scratch and sniff. Oh, I love a scratch thing. off. Even if it's a car dealership that I'm never going to. Scratch and sniff is different than scratch off, but a scratch off is cool too. Or both. Oh, yeah. Fuck, we got to make that. What does that shit smell like, the scratch off stuff? Uh, Lead. We have to find out immediately. <laughs> it doesn't smell like a Hyundai. I'll tell right. you that. What were we talking about? No, uh, but I'm saying like, what do you get in the mail that's good that you don't know is already coming? You like? Yeah, the mail has now come back around that you can take advantage of it and send somebody something, and it's like this new crazy thing. Right. Nobody does that. That's why the handwritten letters such a big deal. We push it a lot on this show. Light. What are you thinking? Marketing restrictions wise. Um, on the feedback side, I know you kind of touched on this, but is there anything from the customer side that you're trying to get in the mix compliance wise to use, let's say testimonials. How do you do that? Testimonials are, are one of the, the best things for us. I mean, we've got, uh, you know, on the website, you know, we, we post, uh, you know, testimonials on, uh, you know, part of our social platform, you know, actually taking testimonials that are verified from customers. Uh, through Shopify and, and putting those up again, you know, testimonials are actually the best way for people to describe their experience without the brand making a non FDA compliant statement. So as a, for instance, you know, Eric in Tampa loves the gummies uh, yeah, because yeah. they make his, they make his shoulders not hurt after a workout. They look buff on yeah. video. Yeah. They look great when he takes the sleeves off his of shirts and, you know, so that's, all white you know, trashy that, like like what we're doing. Yeah. Right. Well, but, but that testimonial Mike that, knew that, this was gonna happen. Yeah. He knew these sleeves were coming off. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. But but the, I mean that those are actually one of one of the best ways that we can interact with people from a feedback perspective. The other the other interesting part to it is is trying to understand, you know, what is the next like not the brand extension for what we currently have. Like our current offering, we have watermelon gummies. And you know, watermelon gummies. They taste great. Um, uh, I, I like the taste, but people are saying, "Well, yeah, watermelon's great, but like I really like 
fruit punch. I really like blue raspberry. You know, kind of the, you know, what are the next things that people want of of those same types of products? And so that's been that's been kind of a feedback thing that we've been soliciting, and it's been good. You know, I, I, the Twitter space is part because you're getting to hear people. You know, people are talking about their experience. Granted, you know, it's within this kind of framework for college football and recruiting, but you know, the the, the groups we've engaged with have done an awesome job about talking about the products soliciting feedback real time from people that are listening in to say, Hey, you know, what do you like? You know, what, what is something that, that, uh, you know, how could this be better? And so, you know, we've got blue, really we've got blue raspberry and tropical punch gummies coming out from feedback that we got 30 days ago. You know, something just, I, I don't make this mean this to be an all pitch idea show episode, but you're in a unique position where you're vertically integrated. You should really market the fact that you will take ideas from your audience and spin them into actual movement and not just bullshit. Like if you can go, we are, yeah. we really actually do listen to you and yeah. we'll do your idea. Yeah, this is Frank's blue raspberry gummies. Not we'll like throw the, his name on it. Like the opposite Shoes of like the M&M color thing when they're like, right. you pick the color. And it's like billions of people going, I want green. Right. And, and it's like, who gives a shit anyway? And who's counting these votes? But you could really make yours, uh, the brand of people expressing ideas with a product that helps you create ideas and, and really express those ideas. Just throwing it out there. I want to make sure before we sign off we we make sure we get in uh you have a 420 promotion um before we get into that i want to ask we're kind of trying to make this work with uh spring break is now i don't know everybody's got different spring break i don't know if eric read the pre-show notes no i did not and i told you i would not um he's just he's allergic to them i guess I'm sorry. I was busy setting up all the cameras and whatnot. That's cool. I that's cool. That's de- de- delegation of duty. I was fine helping with the pre-pro. I'll 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 ask the question. I'll vamp to give everybody a little bit of time to to answer their own. Uh, what's the craziest spring break story you have? Um, I'll let you think. I'll, mine was 06, 2006. We rented an RV uh, coming out of Auburn. Rented an RV with five other guys, and we called it Whore Tour 2006. Um, I got very little ass on this, so it was kind of... Ironic, you know, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of... I should have had compliance on that. Um, but uh, we got... And here, here's... This will dovetail into we should have smoked more. We should have done more weed-related issues, more cannabis kind of things. Always. Because we all took shifts driving. Uh, my friend... Uh, Lincoln got so drunk after his shift was over and he, I was driving and then he passed out in the cat and the, the driver captain seat up there and then he passed out. So we drew on him. He passed out in the driver's seat while no, no, you were no. driving. You know, you know, there's what's, it's not the, it's the passenger seat. There's like the driver's seat, passenger seat. And they're, different. I like the, the visual of him sleeping on your lap while you drive. Oh, that could have very, that very light knows him. So that very well could have happened. Of course, he passed out in front of guys, which is the dumbest idea, especially when the rest of the car is drinking, the RV. Um, and With nothing to do. Right. So they drew penises all over him, uh, swastika, because that's what you do. Um, and when we went, we actually stopped in Tampa, the Steak and Shake, across from uh, Plant High School uh, in the middle of the night, and we got him to do the Heil Hitler. Um, 
not knowing. He was just thinking it was just we're waving at people. Uh, and he has a, we made him a, mu- a Hitler mustache to make it worse. Sure. Um, and he didn't know. And then he was pretty upset after he found out and saw the video of it that we took. Or uh, a mirror. <laughs> He's like, no, well, I remember that. He saw his reflection in the glasses. <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck. Um, then we drove to the Keys. He got pissed at us. And then we drove to the Keys, stayed in an RV park with all the conks that live in Key West, which are pretty much old gays, mm-hmm. uh, and then stayed there. It was, a, it was a gay old time, but it was... Two months? We drank a little too much, and I would say we could have... Li- I'll leave a lot out of this for legal purposes. Uh, Light, you are my uh, counsel on this. But, um, you know, we could have chilled it out a little bit more by having a little bit more weed, uh, a little bit more cannabis involved to kind of calm down. So you're cool just leaving the story at we got too drunk in Key West where we were staying in the trailer park with all the old gays. Let's just leave it at that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we could have chilled out the old gays too. Um, Law's gay. Got hit on me a bunch. Uh, I guess I put out those vibes, you know. Um, Light. You have a crazy spring break story? Yeah, so I was reading the pre-show notes and like one came to mind. Uh, well, I've got like one that's like the most illegal thing I've ever done. Um, and uh, then another that involves my wife. Actually, she told me the story. It's actually, it's not me personally. It's the funniest thing that I've heard that's happened on spring break to a person that I know. So um uh, which do you prefer? Both. The funny one. Yeah, the Both. funnier one. Funnier. If we have to choose <laughs> so, one, funny. Well, okay, so well, same type of thing with Key West. Went down with some of the the, the SIGAP guys. And I didn't know this at the time, but you can get arrested and put in prison for multiple years for jumping on and pulling uh, turtles out of the water. Oh, yeah. So turtle molestation is a thing. Uh, didn't know that at the time, but, <laughs> you know, we're, no. we're riding. Well, that's in on- Spanish. Do not disturb the turtles. Is yes. moleste for yeah. or something like that. So that was that was one. So you know, drive, no driving on the boat, yeah. see okay. a, see a large turtle. Um, a, another sig app who will remain nameless for legal purposes dives in, Draw gets the on the swastika on him, Hitler mustache. <laughs> There's technically no sig app at Auburn anymore, so you're kind of clear. That's they, true. They got kicked off for cocaine in 2016, so we're fine. Yeah. They were having too much fun, but. uh yeah, but, but okay, so that's the most illegal thing I've ever done. And then the funniest story I've ever heard is uh, my wife uh, is from Ohio. She went to Ohio University, big party school, had a lot of fun, goes on a spring break trip uh, with, uh, so that she lived in a house of all girls, or like six girls, and then they lived next to a house of all guys. The 12 people got into a van, drove to Fort Lauderdale. On the first night of spring break when they're in Fort Lauderdale, at Fort Lauderdale Beach, uh, the guys are like, oh, it's going to be great. Let's go to the strip club. They all pile into the van. They go to the strip club. Uh, my wife doesn't want to be there. At you know, She's at the time. She's weirded out. She's mm-hmm. still weirded out by it. But uh, <laughs> goes in. All the guys are messing with her. They get uh, the main stage stripper named Isis to come over. Um, give Terrifying. Maddie a lap dance. And in the middle of the lap, lap dance, uh, Isis, the stripper, does a handstand in front of Maddie and throws her butt up and smashes Maddie's nose with her tailbone, breaks her nose, starts bleeding (laughs) in the strip club and on the stripper at like 2 a.m. at night on the first day of spring break. 
pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try that. Robin, can you beat that? I cannot beat that. No, you, you guys win. Um, and if I can, I'm not going to share in a public platform. Sure, sure. So you're gonna, but, yeah. you're gonna pass. Gonna, you just tell us that we're not recording anymore. I think Maddie's gonna kill me now that I've said that. Now that I know that. <laughs> no, don't. We'll bleep it out. Yeah. Um, okay. Sure, sure. Google how to bleep stuff. How do we bleep video? Um, Eric, you got anything? <laughs> not really. Not that's gonna top that. Well, you don't have to top it. I didn't do a, be... a lot of good spring. I didn't go anywhere. I mean, just drink by yourself. Yeah. You could have used some of this stuff instead. I know. That's how we're. That's how I we're like this spring break, bro. All right. Um, well, how about before we close it out? What is your 420 promotion? Uh, I'll let I'll let Robin take it. All right, awesome. So 420 is actually one year um, since we launched our cannabinoid brand, Green Co. So we're very excited since the initial launch in Fort Lauderdale. We, um, by that time, we'll have at least 10 products on the shelf. So for 420, we'll be out in at least seven different sports markets and all over Florida talking about all of our cannabinoid products, including our gummies, which are by far our most popular product. And then also our coffee. So our wake and bake coffee um, that is formulated um, directly with um, Colombian coffee beans and then Delta 8 from Florida. So excited to talk about our one-year anniversary for 420. We hope everyone can celebrate with us and order some new products. So we will be working with some of the spring football games with Florida State University and others. And we'll have some, um, I'll send you guys the links whenever we have it available, but there'll be some on-site promotion as well. I was going to ask, where's the call to action promo code? What do we got going? Uh, I guess Smart hit the spring games. They're not paying that much attention in the spring. Yeah. So you can actually get their attention. And you might want to get Miami involved, you know, the U. They might have some guys that are down with this message as well. Mm. They have Delta we A. are, okay. definitely. <laughs> um, well, you know, I want a U chain. I want a turnover chain. But, uh yeah, you'll y'all y'all give us uh, any more info. We'll put it in uh, as an episode sponsor in upcoming uh, episodes. But we're out of time. Thanks for uh, coming back on. There's much more to talk about that we didn't get to. But uh, any any last words? Oh, we didn't ask Robin this because uh, this is her first time on. What advice would you give your 13 year old self? Uh, two pieces of advice. One, don't get the perm. Um, I already have naturally curly hair, so there's really no good reason at all to get a perm, but it is what it is at the time. And Girl, I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, what do you do? Like, it's, it's, it's And it stinks much. when you get it. Oof. Yeah, like, you guys remember, did you guys have mullets? Have mullets? No, well, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty close <laughs> at this point. But he's, he's oh, and a... I did have a mullet for sure. I've got a kindergarten picture that kicks ass. Did you have like a perm mullet? Because there were people that had that. Oh, no. God, I wish. My dad had a perm. Really? For years. K-Bone? Yeah. We got to find it. hilarious. That. I'll find you a picture. What was, uh, what would, you, you time travel back, see your 13-year-old self, what would you tell it? Tell yourself. It. It. Itself. Yeah, definitely. Just no perm. No perm, that's that. it? I thought you had a second yeah, one. N- yeah, no perm and don't be distracted by boys. They're oh. Very I said that too for myself. Don't be distracted by cute boys. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you all for coming back on. You guys are great. Uh, bye to everybody. We love everybody. We're high. Thank you guys. I never know how to end an episode. That's perfect. <laughs>